Hey, Lego studs, before we get started today, I wanted to send a huge everything is awesome thank you to Podcorn, the sponsor for this episode. I started this podcast in April of 2020, and it was a fun excuse to talk openly about my undying love for Lego and get to find like-minded people to talk with. Our episode sponsor, Podcorn, is now helping me keep the lights on, figuratively and literally as I stay up late through the night building more and more Lego builds. Podcorn is an easy and simple way for podcasters of all sizes to find sponsors. Opportunities such as host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and much, much more. You have the freedom as a creator to browse through the sponsorships opportunities and pitch to the ones that best suit your brand. Podcorn's mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. If you're just starting out or a longtime producer of a podcast, Podcorn is an easy and direct way for you the creator to find like-minded sponsors to help build your brand. So get creative, get out there and click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn and get browsing on some sponsorship opportunities. Lego. 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. Today we're going to be having our designer interview with Elisa, and she's also goes by Nine Brick City. A very fun conversation. She came onto the scene, as uh, some would say, for building her frozen Legos, but you know, that's just scratching the surface, and she has a lot of potential and likes to build a lot of things. So we'll get to talk to her today. First, though, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for tuning in. This has been a passion project for the past six months, and I really appreciate you coming to listen to the show. As I've said many times, this podcast is built by you, our listeners, and I appreciate all the help you guys give us. I really would love if you could you know, take the time to subscribe and review the show. If you review the show, it gets you know, it higher on the list with the categories on Apple, you know, it gets viewed by more people. So hopefully we'll have more listeners that can tune in to learn about the news and get some inside look and uh, some great stories from the builders and designers that we get to interview here. But enough of my chitter chatter. Let's get right into the interview with Elisa. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Back to Brick podcast. I'm going to also welcome our newest interviewee, Elisa. She is a Lego builder. I got it right. So backstory. (laughs) For everyone listening, I've tried maybe six times and I finally got it. I don't know why it was hard, Yeah, but it's not anymore. No. Uh, Elissa. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so welcome. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for asking. I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm still wet. I've been do- uh, bathing dogs all day, so I made it just in time. I hate bathing the dog. It's... Oh, I just, four times. Our dog, well, our dog is, it, she gets nervous in the tub. Because she's not a fan of water yet, so we're st- she's only a year old, so we're we're getting there. But it's oh, she's a baby. She is a baby, <laughs> and yeah. she acts like a toddler Aww. now. So if she doesn't mm-hmm. want to do something, she's not gonna do it. Um, yep, it only gets worse. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, we're we're training for children, but that's uh, I think we're we're very early in our training stage. Hey, they're good starter kids, I tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But anyways, yeah. back to the story. We're very good. So yeah. just as a preface for everybody else, we will get on tangents. This is, I, I can feel <laughs> we, in the pre-show, this is a tangent show. So um, we'll try to keep it on track as much as possible. Elisa, yeah. Yeah. Legos, let's talk. How did you Legos. get started in Legos? Um, so my family, like cousins, I have a cousin who was always involved with Star Wars. And growing up, 
I, I mean, they were always around. But then I grew up and kind of did my own separate thing. And then uh, in my adulthood, so a few years ago, like, no, that's not true. Let me back up. So I've always bought sets here and there. I built them and then I always tear them down and either give them away or they get lost somewhere. And then when Harry Potter movies came out, then I became way more serious. I was like, okay, I got to get this set and that set. And then the minifigures came out and I was even more, you know, excited about that. But then um, when the Avengers movies began, I kind of had, I started seeing somebody and then went through that whole process and um, ended up, the Avengers kind of helped me get through it. And I was building the sets all along there. So the the Avengers kind of saved me there. So that was when I started really getting back back into lego so yeah yep mm-hmm. so we'll blame the avengers yeah what i mean i'm a huge marvel fan iron man is still like one of my top five films of all time um we actually oh, went yeah. and saw it in the drive-in the like a couple weeks ago and it, it's still great like everyone's like oh there's so many faults but i'm like i don't care it's iron man like, oh look no at the suit. yeah <laughs> yeah all of them you can watch any of them except yeah. I don't know, the Hulk movies, they kind of make me like, meh. I mean, they're good for their own reasons, but definitely, um, oh my God, what's his name? The, the latest one, he's the best guy. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, oh Mark Ruffalo, yeah. He's just yeah, got that yeah. almost nerdy, but cool style to him, uh, and that like yeah. uh, funny dad thing. Yeah, I, I, I showed my okay. wife all of them up until, and like when we watched Endgame in theaters, and she had never seen The Incredible Hulk. And I'm like, I'm just gonna let you know, there is no expectation for you to like this. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. It does not match anything we know other than like the cut scenes at the end. <laughs> yeah. Do, have you, um, have you watched, um, have you watched them in order? Have you gone back and like did the whole thing in like the right order of like the timeline? We've done it twice. So we did it once okay. by release date. Okay. And then once by uh, piecing the end scenes together. So whatever okay. the cutscene was to go, because Iron Man's cutscene, or excuse me, the Incredible Hulk cutscene goes into the building of the Avengers, which then we jump to Thor, and then uh, that's after we built the team, then the Avengers, and kind of worked our way from there. Right, gotcha. Yeah, I've done it. It's like a marathon at my house. Every couple of weeks, I like rotate different movie marathons. This week I did a TV show Younger though. That's a great show. That's with what's her name? Watch. She's the Broadway star. Yes, yeah, Sutton Foster. Mm-hmm. Sutton Foster. She is yes, a great actress yes. and yep, Broadway yes. star. Mm-hmm. Oh I God, actually have been watching class. Eureka, mm-hmm. um, yes. an old sci-fi TV show. Yeah, I I used to love it as a kid, and somebody yep, that I, I worked with was like, yep. "Have you ever seen Eureka, sir?" I'm like, "Have I seen Eureka?" Uh, <laughs> It's just such a good show. It's it's uh, the sci-fi channel, and it <laughs> yeah. really like yeah. that dives into my nerdiness of just sci-fi that's, and Lego, which leads awesome. me to the other question I had that I always start with, but some reason I just we just got off topic already. Uh, your minifigure, if you were to have one, would it look first off? Would it look like you, or would you, if you could have anything you wanted on your minifigure, what would you be? What would it look like, and what utensils would you be carrying or have? Okay, so I have created a minifig or a sig fig or whatever. I'm terrible with all the terms and wordage, verbiage, I guess. I've been really tr- trying to teach people as we go through the show. Okay. So I don't think I've brought up sig fig yet. Do you, do you want to explain it? Sig fig. Okay, so I just learned this one myself because um, 
a friend through Instagram, Heather's Bricks. She actually sent me a sig fig. Sig fig means your signature figure. I believe that's what it's supposed to be. So like your own creation, your own signature. Yes. That and that sense? is what it is. It's So as far as a I signature think, figure, okay, so okay. it represents you. And in a minifigure, most of the time people do make it as close to who, what they look like in reg, in real life. So a good one's like M&R Productions. His has his white sunglasses, which is he's iconically known for. And so like for mine, I would have like red hair and freckles for a face. So, but back to your figure. Yes. So, okay. Sigfed or uh, my figure. Okay. So I did create one a couple weeks ago and I, I always wear when, I mean, during summertime, I'm always in a hoodie. I, I used to be a theater teacher. So I actually had a nine to five job. Actually it was more like 6am till midnight as a teacher. I was a theater teacher who had to dress up, but uh, as soon as I moved out to the town I live in, I ended up creating my own or starting my own business so now I work for myself so now I wear jeans and hoodies all the time or if it's summer I wear board shorts and hoodies I love board shorts except for that the pockets are horrible <laughs> so I would have to be in or okay the hidden side I don't know the character's name but all of a sudden he started having hoodies and hats yep yep and I I usually wear a baseball hat and I think it's because I had short hair for a long time and now I've got like mom hair because the town that I moved to for teaching at, you kind of merge with the tiny little town. It's Howell. That's one of, you know, I, I post everything. I, I tag Howell and everything that I do, but um, it's a cute little town, but it's also kind of funny because I have Huskies and they Howell and yada yada. Anyways, um, so the hoodie, I always have a, the hoodie on with the little hat and board shorts. Let me see what else. In the one that I created, I had the husky with me, and then they don't have a rat, a ratsky, because my other one of my other dogs is a rat husky mix. So I actually took I took one mm, of the German okay. shepherds and sharpied it and made it a black uh, German <laughs> shepherd with the tan. Because anyway, so I usually have the dogs with me, and but I'm not a crazy dog lady. It's not that. It's just those are my fur kids, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, something to have in my hand or like the, the props, let me think, I think like I had just like a bone in the hand or something, but I don't honestly know. There's so many too, especially with the collectible minifigures, which the series, they always come out with new, interesting things. Like, so I know like the latest one, which I liked was they came out with a minifigure scaled drone, which I thought was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was super cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm part of one of those uh, box every you get a box a month, the, the mini fig club or whatever it is, and they sent a paintbrush, and I thought that that was super cool. So something artistic, I think, because mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always creating something. So definitely an artsy something, or like a palette, or maybe even like I know it's just their pieces, but maybe even skates, like the the roller skates. Oh yeah. Yeah, those and it's, those are so nice. Not only for you know minifigure roller skates, but it creates that cool greebling or specific details to your set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what's so funny is I I was like when I first started getting into Lego, I was like I gotta create a derby girl, create my character, and I couldn't like I was like where do I find that piece? And I was like looking up because I didn't know about Bricklink at the time. I didn't know about like you know where you could buy pieces. And I think I got a Harley Quinn minifig or something just for those. And I, I had to buy two of them because, you know, one comes in red and one comes in black. But I want I want like green or blue and black 
skates. So I got to find those pieces in blue and black. Definitely. That would be cool. And uh, it's yeah. funny because when I think of roller derby, I know there's a specific movie I'm thinking of, but then I also think of Whip It. Whip It, yes. Whip It. And yep, then... those are my friends. <laughs> really? Yeah, those are my teammates. A bunch of them are my teammates. Or my, I'm oh. retired now. Yeah, I'm retired, but um, mo- most of the time I just shoot the games. But uh, yep, those are, I mean, a bunch of them are from all over, but that was filmed here in Michigan and um, in Texas. So, but those are my teammates. Wow, that's really cool. Um, did, yeah. Were you in it? I was not. I was not. Actually, I started because of that movie. I saw the movie and I was like, that exists? Like, I had no idea. <laughs> and then I jumped on board and got um, involved with this group of women who were starting in Lansing, Michigan. And we started the Lansing Derby Vixens. And I was part of all of that. And then I hung out in Ohio for a minute and helped out a team down there. Or, like, was around a team down there. But then I got drafted to the Detroit Roller uh, Detroit Derby Girls, which is their awesome team. Way hard-hitting, like very competitive way way bigger than the vixens i mean they're all pretty equal now because the talent is everywhere but mm-hmm. yeah i got to help create a team and then be part of a big one so it was super cool my body though like i like too many concussions i blew out my knees so i had to take a break yeah oh, oh yeah yep yeah but i mean it was a blast oh i bet and you know it's funny because I've, I've watched the movie but i've never seen it live i've never been to an event and like every as we sit here in covid i think about all the random things that i've just never done uh, because then of course you yearn to do those things even though you've never done them previously so like doing that or traveling to random places and oh yeah right or do you do you sit and watch like a, a tv show like one of my friends one of my best friends will watch a movie or something or something on tv example we were watching the bold type on tv one night and she was like oh look at them they, you can't do that during co or because of covid now oh look what they're doing you know like simple things like just giving somebody mm-hmm. a hug in a building or you know like oh Ma- everything everything major now. major anxiety uh, i've been yeah. watching so i'm re-watching the west wing and like when people like hit each other on the back or like shake hands i'm like can't do that step a step, yep. step away right yeah and then uh the same yeah. with it's funny, we realized it this morning. We've been starting to work out more, and I, I jump on the bike for like 20 minutes, and we put on, have you ever seen the show Somebody Feed Phil? No, I don't know that one. So he's a producer. Okay. Uh, of He was a producer of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. Um, he was a writer and producer. Really funny, older comedian, like uh, Jewish okay. guy. Travels around the world. Just okay. Eating. And this morning was uh, Montreal, and like eating uh oh my god everything everything covered in maple uh like fish and oh, yeah. all this stuff and i just like i just want to go right I, oh. I need to go to a rent yeah just anywhere i know i you know i was in new york city uh february i think it was february 2nd and we went to go see one of the last frozen the broadway show frozen because uh, Patty Murin and Casey Levy were they were uh it, it was their like final per, their final show mm-hmm. or that it was like that weekend whatever anyways my uh, my good friend my ginger good friend Nicole and I we went and it was just for the weekend and the Uber drivers we were riding around and they were like the city is dead and it felt very ap- apocalyptic like it was like you felt like a zombie was gonna pop out of a building there was nobody there like it was just and it, and we hadn't been locked down yet. Like the quarantine hadn't happened. Yeah. And it, it was, but I was, 
I was like, oh my God, I flew. I was in New York City. Like I was, I flew like, and as soon as I got home, I'm like, we kind of got lucky because we could have got trapped there. You know, like, I mean, who knows what could have happened. But oh, traveling, I love to travel. It's one of my favorite things. Now, uh, what, now thinking about the Broadway show you just said you went to, Frozen. You, I'm going to guess you enjoy Frozen. I, I did, <laughs> just a little bit. Actually, okay. Well, I got a I got a backstory, just a small backstory. So I I watched the first one and I was like, Meh, you know, okay, it's another Disney. Meh, you know, it's I I don't know if I believe that they're sisters, but I get it. I get it. Okay, whatever. It's Disney, familiar love, yada yada. But whatever. And then one the preview started coming out for the second movie, and all of a sudden, I I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! Like. The trailers were like this incredible, this music, and it gave me chills every time. I'm like, I can't wait. I was like looking up everything Frozen 2. And one morning I woke up out of a dead sleep. Like, I gotta go see Frozen on Broadway. Like, I don't know where it came <laughs> from. And I was like singing, do you want to build a snow? Like, I don't know where. Like, it, it was just, obviously it was because all those trailers were coming out. And then right. I was all like, I was just super excited about it. And so we made that trip happen. And yeah, it was, I mean, and then, okay. And then where I was going with this, sorry. My dogs, I Cooper, the one that I made the, the, um, the, the Ratsky, he will watch TV, a movie from start to finish. Like he loves the wizard of Oz. And so I started playing the first one over and over again while we were waiting for the second one to come out. And as soon as I would start it, my girls' names are Maya and Nadia, and the opening of the songs are, hey, no, no, you know, like, it's that big, well, all of my dogs started perking up, and they would watch this movie, and so it started more so that, and I, people with kids will, they'll understand this, or, like, has somebody that they, they watch, and, you know, when you see somebody you love appreciate something and gets excited about something, it makes you love it that much more. And so I, like, everything Frozen started, like, appealing to me. And so, like, they became, so, like, kind of the characters. Like, Maya is very much, like, Anna. Hey, sister, sister, you want to play, sister? And Elsa is Nadia, because Nadia wants to be kind of left alone because she's a crotchety big girl. And then um, my boys are Sven and, or Sven and Olaf. So it's funny because they're like little people. So that's my next project. My next project is to actually recreate a dog version of Frozen, like the whole movie. <laughs> That'd yeah. be hilarious. Anyways, yeah, it's going to be funny. It's going to be the Husky Frozen. And <laughs> anyway. And it, it, it definitely do- dove into your love of Legos because your primary right. builds are, as of right now, Frozen. Yes. My major mock. Yes. So that is what I ended up. I was going to a bunch of shows like uh, there, there were smaller shows around Michigan and one was in Ann Arbor. And I just, it, it, it like kind of kicked me in the butt. It was like, I was looking for something that I, I wasn't finding in what the other builders had created. Like there's a lot of star Wars and, and I love all that. That's fine. But it just builds that are like all the same, the cities, and I mean, I am in awe by some of the things that the people do with the city builds. Um, but I wasn't seeing what I wanted to see. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, that means I need to make it. You know, so it was like that big thing. So I'm like, I'm going to create Arendelle. And so then I started 
buying every children's book and anything that had to do with frozen coloring books, anything where I could get any extra details of everything. So like even in the second movie, when they're on their little, when they start their road trip, I paused every single moment, like every time the scene changed so I could map out where they were going. And then at one point, Anna shows the map and they show that where the parents pass away. Um, when the ship goes down, there's that actual map. And I like, I was super surprised that the what I kind of did myself, the map that I created was exactly the same map that they showed on there. Like, I don't know if that makes sense or not. It, I mean, it worked for me because there's not really a, there's not a map out there of Arendelle. So what I'm creating is completely out of my own. I guess my, I mean, there's the map of like the land, but not the actual setup of mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So yeah, it's totally something is just, I don't know. I, I'm just going with it every day. I just want a little bit at a time, I guess. And it's funny you say that because that's kind of how I like to build. So mine is, mm-hmm. I base a lot on just reference images. So like the second you said like Arendelle, I can picture in my head from the second film as she rides the water horse to stop the wave you see arendelle you see yes. the fro- you see the yes. run, uh, the the wall the the river yes the river yep. the the yes. harbor and mm-hmm. it's all you have there is no nothing else yep. from it it's the same no i mean you, you see the clips of like when they go to the enchanted forest but when they're on the wagon i right. i was like okay they go left they go around the bridge they go up that way but then it's like clips of other places where you're like you have no idea where it could possibly be. So it's, I kind of made up my own map as I went. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, I did a lot of research. Oh yeah. And that's honestly, I, I enjoy the research part a lot. And sometimes it leads me down into the hole of, I have 1600 ideas and I start with mm-hmm. one brick and then I haven't, I don't touch it for the next six months. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I started in February or I'm sorry, November. I started in November just doing the research, watched the movie, and then I didn't even start building until February. Mm-hmm. So I did, what, four months of research? Which isn't that much, honestly, but it is kind of for building Lego. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it completely depends. As you said before, you you didn't see it, so you're like, well, why don't I do it? And that's how yeah. I, I think everybody starts, because they're like, oh, you know what would be really cool? As an example, uh, like two examples, I've never seen a working Lego piano. I'm going to build it. Oh, a lot of people like it. Oh, Let yeah. me put it on Lego ideas. Or uh, sure. my my friend, um, uh, let me get his name right, RJ uh, uh, Butlier. He is okay. an amazing Lego architect, uh, architecture builder. Like probably the best I know of, at least. He's built okay. Mount Rushmore. He just finished oh, yeah. um, the the Forbidden City uh, of Ooh. China at almost. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, like 600 I saw that. Six hundred hours, sure. like total. Yeah. It and yeah. I like. I thought about doing that, like probably last year, because I like doing micro builds. I'm wor- I'm still working on like a micro, a full scale Taj Mahal with the full grounds and an Apple campus. But I just haven't. I get distracted. And you think, oh, shit, I wish I would have thought of that. And then you realize yeah. it's okay right. if you didn't because yeah. you have – there's so many other ideas. Like yeah. I have never seen – you're right. I've never seen the castle or Arendelle. No, actually, that's not entirely true. The castle has been done before. Okay. Uh, there is someone – I don't know what his name is, but if you Google it, there is a castle that's been built. 
And then there's a couple of other people that I've seen like in pictures on Pinterest or whatever that people have done like their own, just the, like a castle frozen, like little thing. I'm saying Arendelle has not done been done. Like the land mm-hmm. of Arendelle. Yeah. Like Alice Finch did the whole, I think it's Alice Finch, right? She's like the, the Hobbit or like the Lego or not Lego, yeah, Lego, but Alice Finch did the, um, she, you know, she's got all the books. She's done all like the, the big, I'm pretty sure it's like the Hobbit land. Rivendell. No, Rivendell. I think it is Rivendell. Yeah. Yeah. With the like elf, elven yeah, land. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. Anyways, so I've not seen Arendelle been done before. Mm-hmm. What I, I think all of us struggle in in general is even if somebody else has done it, you can always do it your own way because it's never going to be the exact same. I have. Yeah. I, and I have the problem with being a little bit I, I kind of hold my designs close to the chest and I realize yeah. that I like when I'm on Instagram like yours, I enjoy watching the process. I'm not very good at sharing yes. a process. I like the beginning idea and the end model because I'm like, oh shit, if I do this, yes. somebody else could do it better and then right. put it on Lego Steal ideas. Idea. Yeah. Put on Lego ideas, but get I there get selected. It. I'm like, yep. ah. <laughs> yes. I totally understand that. I have been, uh, believe me, before I started this extra account, ex- someone had told me, they were like, oh, you should, you should share your progress because people like to see progress of things. And I, I don't know if it's because I'm an Aries. I don't know because like I'm a leader. Like I start projects and then I don't finish them. So the good thing on that note is that welcome to the club. Yeah, that, that the good thing on that note is that it holds me accountable to finish what I say I'm going to do. Versus, I do I like some. I have not shared everything that I've done. I've only shared the four buildings that I've done or four like major. Because I don't want to give it all away until I have a before and after picture. I don't. I don't want to give all my secrets away. Like the mm-hmm. I, the only four things I've shared major that are Atta Holland, which is the ice glacier, and that's and none of them are even close to being finished. Like all the detail work still has to be done. I mean, if you're ever really done, honestly, because you know there's always one more thing you can do, and then it's six hours later, you're like, I could still keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, Atta Holland, the castle which I'm still finding, I got to find more of the the transparent uh, plates. They're like, I don't know. I swear I'm buying them all off of like the Brickling uh, sellers. I'm like, I just got to find more because it's all ice. The land I'm doing it all ice. So, and then I've got the chapel I just got going on. And then what's the third thing I've done? Oh, I've done the elements too, which their progress work in progress but anyways the uh the stone pillars are we talking like yeah the, okay the, yep the stone pillars yep the the earth you know it's the the, the big rock looking things mm-hmm. they're the earth land you know the earth wind fire all yeah the uh, yeah the fire earth wind and yes yeah. whatever the other one the elements. Yes. right 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 yeah mm-hmm. and you're right it is difficult especially procuring parts i do you design only physically or are you, do you design it uh, digitally and then go with the physical bricks? Oh no, I am physical only. I like, I sketch it out first, but just with like pencil and paper, I I'm, I'm definitely somebody that's got to have the, I know digital is great, but I've got to have a pencil in my hand. And I just do a, like, I, I think I posted a photo of my actual, my original sketch of what it's going to look like the whole, it's like in one of those, 
it, one of the beginning photos, there's a bunch of pictures I put together in one like one photo. I, I just sketch out what I'm doing. And then sometimes right before I start another building or whatever, I'll, I'll sketch it out. But I, I can't do digital. Like, I feel like I have to have it in my hand. I just have to write down the idea first and then, or draw, draw it out. And then I, I, I don't think I'm as talented as a lot of people are with the digital Lego, the LDD or whatever creator that you use. All the interviewees I've interviewed, I think 95% use physical brick. And just a few of us, I like, I am only digital, which I, I thought a lot of people did like, uh, it's just to me, it's it's so easy okay. because like with commissions and stuff, I can jump on and do it in a few hours without having to worry about missing pieces, scouring for them or, um, you know, the limitation of like a color if I'm just doing one that needs to be a photo or something. But and also and totally for my own designs, because like uh, one that I've had pretty close to the chest is this massive UCS Star Wars set that I'm building. It's like five feet long, um, probably going to be like four to 7,000 pieces. And I don't have four to 7,000 pieces. I, all my Legos are scattered between my house, uh, my family home, and I don't have an organizer like you, which I want to talk about in a minute. But sure. it, it's really cool to see because in the progress of a physical brick, you definitely get the experience of like, you know, handling it, understanding if that connection works, et cetera. Right. I do appreciate though, be, because that's one thing. I have no idea the hours I've put in or the number of pieces I've used. So that's one thing I do wish that I could have controlled. Like I could start now, but I, I don't know. A friend of mine was like, oh, just, you know, just estimate a number. I'm like, there is no possible way I could even estimate <laughs> a number considering the way that I've laid certain bricks. And like, I call it Lego Tetris. I'm like, I'm back to my Lego Tetris. Cause it's like constant. I don't, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Cause I'm not like zapping out a line of bricks but you know like just trying to fit the pieces together to make a solid uh level line basically but yeah no it's i not having the bricks that is also a major like if you have them um, the digital version you can sit there and use it right away no problem and when you have to wait i i i don't know what's going on with a mail system lately i mean i know covid had something to do with it a little bit but i had ordered a pack uh a, a bunch of bricks from like probably 15 different sellers it's been like a month since i've gotten half of them you know like and this is i'm like it, it might even be going on two months now i'm like i'm watching i like i see the tracking number and i'm like well you're sitting there and you're about 45 minutes from where i live so i don't know why i haven't seen you yet you know the, the package having the digital it's nice because it's right there at your fingertips you know you just got to click a few things or whatever you know it's not like digging through four bins of bricks to try to find that one tiny little piece <laughs> true the thing is like with a physical brick it just looks better it and that's one of my like biggest things with the render is i want to make it look like they're real because unfortunately i don't have the organization or the funds to just go out and buy all those bricks right now and having the ability to like right. show a build and it not look digital is really nice it's uh it's really hard to like not have them organized because I know I would use them if they were organized in bins behind me as I finish a build online. Cause then I can construct instructions and just, I'm not right. like they're right behind me and I can build it right there. 
And the same thing with the mail system is I haven't, I still haven't got my Tantive 4 I ordered on May the 4th. Oh, yeah. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's frustrating. The amount of shipping. Oh, yeah. Well, and then too, sometimes, I don't know about you, but if you place an order, sometimes they don't give you um, the option of getting like priority shipping versus a better version of shipping. You know, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm already checked out, but I didn't, there was nothing to select to say, hey, I want it here this week. And so I think that that's where it got me wrong on a few of the orders that I placed. I'm like, oh, that was stupid. And you're right. Absolutely. Money is, you know, like Lego is not cheap. It is definitely, I've had people that are like, wow, do you have a second mortgage out? Or, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not a know, bad question to ask. Yeah. I, and I, I always answer. I'm like, okay, here's the thing is I don't do a lot anymore. You know, like I don't, I'm not playing derby anymore. I, I don't go out. Like, rarely do I go out to eat because we couldn't for a while. But I don't buy anything. Like, I, li I live in hoodies and jeans, you know, or board shorts. Like, I don't. The only other thing that my income goes to is my kids, my fur kids. You know, like, they have, I've got a couple that have some serious health issues. Actually, that's been going on. All nine of them. I had a pack of five. Now I have a pack of four. Every single one has had, like, major health issues. So we spend either at the hospital or I come home and I build Lego in the middle of the night. Like that's my, that's my only thing that I really do. I mean, I have bills just like everybody else, but I don't like people, you know, that you choose what you spend your money on. Like there's a difference between going to the gas station and spending $3 on a soda versus, mm -hmm. you know, going home and, or having like your like grocery shopping and, you know, buying a case of soda where you don't stop. And cause you spend money on things that you don't even think about and funds, you know, are limited, but I don't do that. I don't, I, I'm just not like I shop when, when I need to shop. I buy what I need to buy. And like, I mean, there are times that I'm like, well, shoot, you know, this huge, um, I don't know, like haunted house just came out and I don't have the funds to get that, you know, right now, but maybe in the future, if it's still available, you know, like there are times that I'm like, well, that's bummed. I'm bummed out because I can't buy that. Cause I got to pay for this instead of that. So then you just, you kind of got to focus on something else to build or build one of the million of sets that you have in your backlog, right? Because <laughs> who, who doesn't have a backlog if you're... Well, yeah, I mean, we all have our own challenges. Everybody, even like teens that are building, you know, going to school, we have families that, and some people, you know, it take like I had an interview that's like, yeah, I like to build now, but once I start my job, it'll probably taper off. It, oh, life, it never tapers off. Happens. Oh, there's this never, is, no, that's, yeah, that's not, <laughs> I don't believe in that at all. Yeah. Oh, I don't either. But, you know, other people believe that. And I, because people like, you have a dark age, I've never had a dark age. I have been with Lego for, since I was Aww. six years old and it will right. continue going and i i like looking at yours you're you're starting on a journey you've you've had this go for years but like seeing it progress it, just visually from your instagrams it's 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 great to see and like i can't, my wife is going to be super happy to hear talk about lists because that's what i have a problem with but like as a designer or artist we're both engaged in our work at a different level than people mm -hmm. can fathom and it's hard to respect and i just want to say that i respect your work and your efforts and you know yeah i appreciate that kids yeah i <laughs> love that disney channel yeah. and yeah <laughs> fun. and i think a lot of other people are really appreciative of what you're doing well thank you i appreciate that very much
I hope, I mean, I hope it brings people joy. Like, I mean, when I get something done, I like, you know, I'm sure just like everybody else, when you're finished building something, not finished, but when you have accomplished building something you're working on and you don't have a book in front of you, it's like, Hey, I, I did that. That's kind of cool. You know, like, and then you get like that pat on the back or, you know, those likes or whatever. It's kind of like, I try to like as many things as I can when I, you know, scrolling through. Cause I'm like, I know what it feels like to get that, you know, it's, you appreciate people when they're giving you that support. So it's very appreciated. So thank you for that. Also, oh my God, I had, I, I totally just lost my thought, but that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> there was something else I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. I hate when that happens. Well, all the time happens to me. It's because our brains keep moving too fast. Yeah, Too many lists. I've got too many lists. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alyssa, I just want to thank you again for coming on. Everybody, I really want you to go check out her builds. Nine Brick City on Instagram. I will definitely post yeah. it in the sh uh, show notes. But, you know, thank you again for taking the time today to come talk to everybody. And I hope it's inspired people. Thank you. I hope everybody yeah. gets out there. And, you know, as I always say, go, go and build something. Get, get it done. If you don't see it, go do it yourself. And again, I just want to thank you, Lisa. That was a really fun interview to have. She's very candid, very open, you know, talks about how her life is Lego. She has her dogs and then she has Lego. And over the past couple months and since our interview, she's definitely grown a lot, you know, really communicating uh, with her fans and using stories and her dogs to kind of tell uh, how she's interacting in the Lego community, which is extremely fun and i can't wait to see some of her bigger and uh and her potential to continue to design all kinds of things uh hopefully we'll have her back on the show and see how she's progressed in the lego community and thank you again for taking the time to listen to the designer interviews this is one of my favorite things to do it gives me an excuse to talk about lego with other people that love lego so if you'd like to come on the show reach out to me and i hope you continue to enjoy these interviews we have a lot a lot of interviews that have been recorded. So we'll continue. This is, we're ready for the long haul because you know what? There's a lot of designers out there and there's a lot of stories uh, to tell about these artists. So again, thank you for listening and I hope you tune in this coming Friday for our breaking news. And then again, for our next designer interview next Monday. I'll leave you as I always do with get creative, get out there and go build something. Mm -hmm.